and welcome to Romance Isn't Dead, episode 21, in which we come fully of age. It's good to know, right? I mean, I can actually drink and smoke in the United States. I don't know about UK, but... Well, we could already do it. (laughs) Um, Three episodes ago, we're um, coming of age over here is 18, unless you're having sex and then it's 16. So So you're authorized to have your own kids, but you're... (laughs) Yeah. Well, I actually know someone who was authorized, who was pregnant when they got married at 16, but couldn't drink at their reception. Well, you probably but shouldn't have yeah. been but not, drinking yeah, but, if the, you're yeah, but in the 80s, it wasn't it wasn't considered so bad. They were able to they changed the law a couple of years ago, but it used to be you could smoke at 16 as well. So you could smoke and have sex at 16. You could get married at 16, but you couldn't drink. Oh, and you also couldn't drive because driving over here is 17, but <laughs> okay, here <laughs> makes so much sense. Here, you can own a rifle, but not a pistol at 18. You can smoke, but you can't drink. And you can fight in a war and you can vote at 18. At 21, you can drink and you can own a pistol. So, yeah. So three years makes a world of difference to your maturity, apparently. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, the reason they passed that law was that uh, drinking and driving accidents were predominantly people between age 18 to 21. And so they were trying to cut down on the number of uh, drinking and driving deaths. And apparently it did help. But you anyway. see, that's that's a funny thing. I think they've done research over here, and the number of people they catch drinking and driving in the UK is actually predominantly in the older, because they are more confident behind the wheel. They think they know it all. Right, but here it was more the young and dumbs would drink and then get <laughs> behind the wheel, like college age. So I thought you said something else then. No, I said young and dumb. No idea what I you thought I, I said, thought- but. Young and dumb. I thought you said I thought you said young and dumb. It was like okay, that's where my brain went right now. <laughs> Speaking of which, what have you been reading, Ray? I have actually been reading. Um, I've been predominantly reading fanfic because I read on my commute to work in the morning. And so were there I'll doms have... in your fanfic? <laughs> uh, a tiny bit, maybe, but I was reading uh, Marvel. <laughs> Which is uh-huh. which actually is my primary focus when it comes to fanfic these days. I used to read so much of everything. Uh-huh. I'll probably go back to Veronica Mars for a few weeks because yay, new series of Veronica Mars is on at the end of this month. Okay. Ah, for anyone who's a fan, yeah, eight episodes all being uploaded on exactly the same day, and they are Ooh. following on from the film. So I yay, love it when they anyway, do that. Yeah, so do I, especially when it's all the same cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which yep. is brilliant. Obviously, they killed off a few people in the film, so there'll be no Kristen Ritter or anything returning, but it will still be um, the original cast, so L-O-V-E to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm primarily focused on Marvel, and I've been reading, rereading a, um, a Thor Darcy fanfic, which isn't finished yet. Please finish it, mm-hmm. called A Temple called a temple heart and when was it last which updated? i read 
It was last updated in May. Well, and there's summer. only two episodes, two parts left. It's summer, I know. so it's kind of hard, you know, a lot going on. A lot going on. I have been actually... I know, but it still makes me sad. I get it. I've been reading... Um, yeah, I agree, but what about you? I know that you've been reading a lot. Um, I've been reading... Actually, Nalini, not Nalini Singh. I've been reading Christine Feehan, which... And, wow. Yeah, like I've gone back to Christine Feehan, and so I've read several of hers, like the more recent Dark series. She's so, added kind of a spin to it, and I've been getting them from the library. So yay, it's been kind library. of... Yes. Um, it's been kind of a mishmash of I'm reading them out of order, but she is... Up to 30, I think. 31 in the series. So, Oh, my gosh. Yes. So she's had to do some tap dancing to to bring in new guys. And the way she's done it is she's had some ancient Carpathians were really old before the current prince even took power. And they went to a monastery and closed themselves off in the world so that they would not be a danger. And so they would not kill anybody or anything like that. So that's where she's getting a new crop of ancients from. And um, she's she's actually done some of the work to try and make this still interesting. Um, that having been said, some of her dialogue has gotten pretty stilted. I don't know how else to say that. It, it, I don't know. Is it, is it re, do you feel like she's reusing content from previous books i mean we, we're talking 31 books in a series that's a lot no there are reasons why a lot of successful series are short no i don't really think she is using a bunch of pre-use content she's using the same you know for all time kind of thing mine for all time kind of thing uh, uh -huh. so there is and there's the whole soulmate connection thing but she's, they're getting darker. They're getting darker. So it's, mm. it's kind of interesting. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like I said, I just, I, I just went back to her for some books and then I. Well, you've recently read that new series of hers, didn't you? I did. I read the Shadow series and then I've been reading the. A few uh, Jane and Krentz books here and there as well. I think that was her yeah. quick. I've, no, I've read some Jane and Krentz books and then I've got one book on my library bookshelf online digitally that is an Amanda Quick book that I need to, to read. So I mean, I've just kind of been going back to some old Which classics is, in terms of authors that I've enjoyed in the past. So, yeah. Isn't Jane and Krentz Amanda Quick anyway? Yes. But I, yeah. it, it it's more of like the the Janie and Krentz is the modern, and then the the uh, Amanda Quick is historical, and Castle is another planet. So I was going to say because Jane Ann, because I remember reading a few Amanda Quicks back in the day, and mm. they were her they were really quite raunchy. Maybe my definition of raunchy and yours are a little different. I'm not sure. 
But those are the historicals. Well, the one uh, the uh, the ones I recall reading were um, one of the main characters was they were explaining in pretty explicit detail frottage. I do not recall that one. I'm trying to remember which one it is. I think that she was one of the authors that I kind of culled when I moved house. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to, all I remember is it had a very, very bright pink cover. Okay. And it was definitely an Amanda Quick. But okay. that's not what we're here to talk about today. We no. are here to talk about your choice, which yes. was Frain. It was Wolfrain by Nalini Singh. And I will pull up the uh, synopsis or the, the blurb from the back. Kidnapped as a young girl, her psychic powers harnessed by a madman. Memory lives a caged and isolated existence until she comes face to face with a wolf. Labeled an empath by her bad-tempered rescuer, Memory knows that her gift is nothing so bright. It is a terrible darkness that means she will always be hunted. But Memory is now free and she intends to live. A certain growly wolf can just deal with it. Alexi prefers to keep his packmates at bay, the bleak history of his family, a constant reminder that mating love hope is not for him. But memory, this defiant and fearless woman who stands toe-to-toe with him, awakens the most primal part of his nature, and soon he must make a choice, risk everything or lose memory to a murderous darkness that wants to annihilate her from existence. Very, very, very suspenseful sounding. Very scary sounding. And so what we have here is memory is actually an empath, but she's, she's not your run of the mill empath. She's a different kind of empath and her empathic nature enables the Psynet to repair itself. But that is, and she also can like project emotions onto others that can't necessarily feel them. And that's why she's been kidnapped. It is important, I think, with this book, if you have not read any of the Psy Changeling books, you're going to be lost. Like, I mean, this is not a standalone. Wouldn't you agree, Ray? Yeah, as someone who hasn't read them all, there were a lot of characters in here that I sat, I have to admit, I sat there and went, uh, who are they? Right. Why are they there? What happened? Did I miss this? When was that set up? What happened here? Because I have, I think I've read three, maybe four of the Psy Changeling original branch of the series. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say while I recognized Sasha Mm -hmm. and Luca, the majority of the characters, I really did not know. Mm -hmm. And that's, that threw me a bit it made it very difficult to embrace the story Mm -hmm. and understand it and genuinely I didn't because I didn't understand it I didn't feel like I knew what was going on at all I found her name absurd but we won't even go there that's okay. Last week I found someone else's name absurd, so there's that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jennifer. Uh, At least her name was normal. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, you know, I actually, I liked this book, but I am a fan 
of the Psy Changeling series. I'm a fan of Nalini Singh, so I did not have any of that. But even as I was reading it, I was recognizing that if you had not read any of the previous ones, you were going to have problems. And I was hoping you would be better because I knew you'd read some of them, but apparently maybe not enough, huh? I think, I think, well, that's the thing. I think with, um, because in this book, they mentioned that um, compound that's been set up that yes. definitely wasn't the first few books. Definitely the entire side net had broken down, which hadn't happened in the first few books. No. Um, I mean, Crycheck, Caleb Crycheck, who is mentioned, and he's got quite a large role in it, and he's met his soulmate and everything else. He had only just appeared in the book that I read, in the last book mm, I read, mm. and he had a major part to play in this. Oh and all of those, all of those little things, yeah. I think of the guy in um, I th- every time I think of Crycheck, I think of the guy in the X Files. But um, oh, David yeah, Duchovny? No, he was he was Mulder. Yeah, but you said the guy in the X Files, and so he's the guy in the yeah. X Files. There was a character called Crycheck in the X Files. I don't remember him very well. He was dark haired and dangerous, and he was no, well. He was in the X Files. That's anyway. not that's not the image that comes to mind when I think about uh, Caleb Crycheck. Okay, anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> but that's who I think of because Crycheck was such a bit part in the first few novels. In fact, he wasn't in the first few. I think he appeared in the last one that I read which was maybe book four. Mm-hmm. So reading all of that and all those changes, so much has happened in the interim. And there are, in the back of my copy, which I finally got from the library, there are so many books. Mm-hmm. There's no way on earth, unless I'd read all of them, I'd know what was going on. So it does throw you a bit. So it's not a start book. It's not a, oh, I found this on the bookcase, Mm -hmm. so if you're going to the local libraries in the UK, that won't be the case. I found this on the bookcase, and I'm going to read it first. Do not do that, because you will be so lost. You will either Mm -hmm. never pick up one again, or you will be searching forever for the other books. Mm -hmm. Because it really does, as a reader who hasn't read them all, go, blows your mind some way, because you're thinking, huh? And I, I have to admit... I spent the majority of the time reading this book and I read it over a couple of days. I spent the majority of my time reading it going, what? When did that happen? Who's that? Well, I'm clearly meant to know who they are (laughs) because Mm. they've got back, they've obviously got backstories and they've got history with characters that I'm aware of, but I don't know who they are at Mm. all. Mm -hmm. And that can get really unnerving. It's Mm. like the twins. I think the twins were quite an early book, but not one that I read. Amara and mm-hmm. her sister. I think they're quite an early book. Ashaya and Amara. This is how I pronounce those names, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. Amara, dark, man. Really dark. Um, she's textbook sociopath. I would say that that this as as you said this is not a start book it's not a standalone book and i don't know that i would have had like if i had realized quite how much it was going to depend on on the the background i don't know that i would have wanted you to have read it 
I, but I wanted to read it, right? And I was like, well, we'll just yep. cover it on the podcast. <laughs> so, but I liked it. I did like it. And I also liked that uh, they were demonstrating that the signet wasn't healed just because the empaths were back. I liked um, Alexi's, like I understood Alexi's internal conflict because of his concern that his, so many of his uh, family had gone rogue. Like I got that, but yeah, it's only three, right? It's like it's three, but it is his <laughs> grandfather, his father and his brother. Like that's okay. My mother died of breast cancer. That's enough for me to be going to the doctor to get mammograms every year, right? Imagine if my grandmother, my mother, and my sister had all died of breast cancer. I'd have already had my breasts removed, right? Because that would just... (laughs) So when you think of it as a disease, that he's concerned that it's a genetic thing, right? That he's predisposed to be a rogue and he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to kill these people that he loves. So I understood that conflict that he was having with himself about, Oh, do I need to be in this mating dance with memory and all of that stuff? So I got that. And I liked memory as a character. She's really feisty. Uh, I enjoy that. And she was actually a person of color and that, is also something I think that Nalini Singh does um, to have non-white Did I miss characters. that? Non-white characters. You may have. I missed I miss that completely. <laughs> she was not white? I really did. Yeah, yeah, I missed that completely. It didn't even come across to me at all. The only thing that I got was her hair was wild. That's it. That's all I got from her character. Now I want to go back her and reread. Her appearance, read. anyway. Now I want to go back and reread, but I really got that she was not white. Maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't, I feel like I missed a lot because I didn't understand or have the history with the novels that you did. Maybe, but it doesn't make, but it doesn't make me want to go back and read them. Well, let me say this too. Nalini Singh actually does a pretty good job of having non-white characters in her book. And I think that's important. Like, I think that that's a good thing. And so, I mean, it's not like she makes this huge deal or production about it, but I think that's Which a is good pro- possibly why I missed it. And, and now I'm sitting here going, well, maybe I read something that wasn't there, right? But I read that whole book with memory in my head as being not white so and and it was one of the reasons why I liked the book so maybe I liked it but I sh- I don't know but I did I did like that book and I think I mean we all have our specific taste and and obviously you're not a big fan of a big enough fan of Nalini Singh to want to go back and reread that stuff but okay and so I think it's too much. I think for me, it's because they aren't easy to get hold of over here. It would be a massive investment for me to go back and read every single one of those books that are pre- that precede this one. And it's not and worth hundreds thing, of pounds. No, it's not. 
for me, I mean, to be honest, I spend a lot of money on books, but, and I think a lot of people who listen to us will spend a lot of money on books. However, this is a big investment because this, this is book, what, 16, 17 in the Something series? Like that, yeah. And that's a lot of, especially when this particular book costs £19, that's a lot of money to spend. Mm -hmm. Especially if you can't get them in, in paperback or if digital's or not at the running library. on... Yeah, if digital's not running a special or whatever. So, no, exactly. I, absolutely. I get it. I 100% get it. I, I have been I reading I think I'd have enjoyed it more. If I had read the previous books, if I'd read enough of them to understand the small details that meant a lot. So like, as we said, Caleb Krychek's importance in it all, um, so the Sinet collapsing, which isn't in an early enough book for it to have been covered in the ones I've read. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the other characters that aren't in the books that I've already read because their stories come later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get to know a far more about the um, snow chasers. Is it snow chasers or snow dancers? Snow dancers. And all of the other um, networks of changelings in the mm -hmm. previous books than you do about, than obviously you do about the um, size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the humans, I'm guessing, because I remember you mentioning that there was a human somewhere mm -hmm. or two. Yeah, no, but she's, you don't. She's been bringing humans in, so um, yeah. So that that for me is the it. This is this is the sort of book I think if you've read the rest of them, then you will absolutely love it. But I think if you're looking at it as the entryway into a new world, start at the beginning and move forward because there's too much in here to make it make sense to you immediately. Yeah, you need to start with Sasha and Lucas's story. Yeah. You do. So, and then, and then follow it along. And I mean, there are ones that you can skip, but maybe talk to, maybe talk to someone who's read them all and, um, send heck, us a post on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, you know what I can do, I can go back through the catalog and I can actually write a blog post perhaps saying, okay, these are the books I think are critical, uh, for, for understanding the side changeling series if you want i mean i think that that might be um a worthwhile I think endeavor that might be valuable yeah um and then the other thing is i read nalini sings i read a couple of her other series as well and she does have um vampire romance with angels which is kind of an interesting different take on it and then the, isn't she, that the guardian series that is the guild hunter series guilt hunter don't know why i thought god i don't know why i thought guardians maybe i was watching too much marvel this weekend <laughs> maybe um but yeah so i would say that that is um that's probably i think this is completely valid valid concern this is not a standalone uh, and so that really did impinge on your enjoyment of the book. Is that yeah. right? Okay. Because, yeah, because I didn't, because though I could read them as a separate entity, that so much of their story was tied in with other things that I wasn't aware of because I hadn't read far enough along in the series. Mm -hmm. um, I knew 
um, I knew more of the changelings than I did the size. But then they started doing things like they brought in Caleb and he was quite a massive role. And the book that I'd seen him in, he was trying to get into power in the council, in the Psy Council. Mm -hmm. And he was just a brief mention. He wasn't, he was doing some manipulation but he wasn't a big character so he had so Mm -hmm. his story hadn't been told so all I knew was his name Mm -hmm. and this compound hadn't been created with all the size because obviously by the time I'd read I think there were three size by the fourth book so there wasn't so much stress on they needed a compound the signet hadn't had its collapse so Mm -hmm. this darkness didn't exist all these little things uh, or separately they don't mean very much mm-hmm. oh, I didn't know this one character that doesn't matter and it doesn't but when you add in all the other things that surround it and all the events that have occurred between book four and book 16 you you reach a point where you think well I, I actually don't understand what's going on I've obviously missed some vital information and I need that before I can read this and completely understand how they're helping her what the heck is going on with the ease and their the whole thing that they're doing with the signet and helping rebuild it and helping to make it sturdy why did they need to do that because I wasn't aware that it had I know that there were problems in it but I didn't know it was that bad mm. so you think so I sat there and I was reading it thinking uh I'm com- sounds bad I was I really was legitimately thinking I'm confused Right. I, so I, I did a massive. They need to do what they did with um, the Dark Hunter series, where they actually published an encyclopedia. Mm. What's mm-hmm. it? <laughs> they published an encyclopedia that actually outlined the 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 categories, the events that occurred, um, how these characters played a role, what role they played, and it wasn't. It was. It could have been considered a spoiler. But it only worked up until the point where they published it. Mm-hmm. So if, if a an encyclopedia or some kind of summary had come out prior to this book, I don't think I'd have had as many problems. And you'd known about it and read it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, in terms of the romance itself, obviously that impinged on your enjoyment of the series. In terms of the relationship between Memory and Alexi, did you enjoy that relationship? Did you it was enjoy slow. their... It was slow. Okay, okay. It so, didn't nothing. I, I think I worked out three quarters of the way through the book. They still hadn't had sex. They'd kissed twice. Mm-hmm. That was in comparison with the other books that I've read, especially the other series that I've read by her, because I have read the Rockstar series. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally different. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> yeah, that was that was steamy almost from word go this Mm. one was a very very slow moving which as you say is understandable given his history and understandable given hers Mm -hmm. but it almost seemed to go from naught to 60 and the chapters were very very short and there were a lot of them that i found i have to say that i found really annoying because i think there's about 60 chapters in this book Mm -hmm. and they're all really really short Really, really short. There are only a few. I think maybe Ray's the longest paging chapter. through the, the book, by the way, y'all. That's what you're hearing. Just, yeah, just to find out. There's there's 60 chapters, including the epilogue. And not one of them is more than about seven pages, maybe. Okay. 
There, I think that there were, there were a lot of chapters. So it was almost laid out like a Portuguese um, Isabella Lande, um, who has a lot of chapters but doesn't actually mark them as chapters, which is weird. But we won't go there. That's to do with translation. Um, I, I think... Go ahead. I, I found that their romance was moved oddly. Mm-hmm. But in many ways, that was understandable given both of their backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have, if I'm completely honest, wouldn't have classified it as a romance. I was thinking that this one is starting to stray a bit towards urban fantasy, as yes. opposed to. In fact, look at our library sticker. I can't see it. It says fantasy. It's not classed in the romance in the. Um, urban romance or anything else it's actually classed it's shelved in british libraries as a fantasy novel okay so and i think that for me that's that's actually right mm -hmm. these last three books that are the the life changing trinity trinity series first of all they went places i didn't i wasn't expecting but that's neither here nor there they are a little different to the first uh, arc of the Side Changeling series in terms of getting from Sasha and Lucas to to Caleb and Sahara and and then into the Arrows a little bit. So I think there has been a bit of a shift there, and and she has Nalini Singh does have a straight like not romance book coming out so i think yeah. she's performing sort of that shift that that linda howard has performed and all that stuff we're really kind of moving away from romance as a straight genre kind of like julie garwood mm -hmm. as a straight julie genre garwood with her moves, yeah her move from historical romance to thrillers yeah so it'll be interesting to see sad. yeah it'll be interesting to see how that goes but i i would say that if you are a fan of the side changeling series this is actually pretty good it's just not maybe as romance heavy as you're used to and i really as i said i liked both characters and i understood their motivations i wasn't left wondering like what this came out of nowhere neither of them came across to me as being like ridiculously immature or anything like that no so, I, I would agree with that and there weren't any to me there weren't any issues with with uh, age problems or anything like that it was just it was just I she enjoyed was 20 it. she was 23 or something I think yeah. they worked out because she yeah. was kidnapped at age eight but as I said I think for me the issue wasn't so much that it was it was badly written or anything else. It was mm. purely down to the fact I didn't understand it because I hadn't read because it's so far into the, into the series. Mm -hmm. I hadn't read the books that preceded it. And it wasn't the kind of, I don't think it's the kind of book you can pick up and automatically a become absorbed in and B understand everything. If you haven't read any of the others, well, that, say, that for me is the, the crux of it. Going back to Feehan for a minute. I had yeah. put down the dark series ages ago, and then I picked up 31, number number 30, I think. And I was <laughs> able to, to kind of get back in that world without too much trouble. And maybe that, we could have a discussion about what that means. But I was able to get back into that world without too much trouble because she hasn't changed it so, so much that it left me going, who the what the, huh? 
But yeah. with Nalini Singh, in this series, it seems like so much has happened since book one. Yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't kept up with at least a few books in this series, this is going to be a tricky read for you. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to be, I'm really not trying to be negative, because I really... This oh, is, no, that's that's the thing. Yeah. As I said, it wasn't a badly written book. It was, um, the characters were well-rounded, but because they were almost, they weren't the only characters that you needed to know in the series, because uh-huh. of that, it made it really difficult, because you were, if you hadn't read the first book, you wouldn't even know who Sasha was. Um, if you hadn't read um, whatever book... The Caleb story was in. You wouldn't understand why he was there, and I haven't read that one. So, so good, so so good, so good. He so was good. for me. I think so he was. It sounds weird. <laughs> he was the one I had most of the issues with. Not because he's a bad character, but because he changed so much from the guy that you originally met in like book four. So good. Ah, I love it. It's okay, my favorite. So I guess- I'm guessing this is going to be a book that Sally will be recommending when she does her pod, when she does her blog post. Oh my gosh, that's going to be the one. Where like, if you read none of the others, you must read this one. <laughs> <laughs> but because there so because good. so much yeah, because so much happened in previous books, which isn't a bad thing at all. Because so much happened, and understanding this novel depends on you having that history it makes it really difficult to sit there and get completely absorbed as I did in the book that we read for the previous podcast. See, I was completely absorbed in Wolfrain, but then again, I've read all of them with the exception of the immediate preceding book, which I could not get through, which is interesting. Like I had no problems getting through this book, but I had a lot of trouble getting through the one right before it. And I don't even remember the name of it. I don't even want to ocean light, ocean light. Okay. So, yeah, and the one before that was called Silver Silence. I like Silver Silence, too. I liked that one, too. I liked it, didn't but love it. I think that's the, that, that is the lesson with uh, books that are in a series. They are There are certain authors, as you, you mentioned, Christine Feehan, you picked up a book that you hadn't read a series in the series for, like, ages, and you were able to get in there. That's because... It's almost as though she writes her books as standalones mm-hmm. and, and re-explains the history over and over and over again. Which is a little Where, annoying, actually, by the way. If, if you have read all the others. Yes, yes. Whereas if you haven't read all of the others and you just pick up one of them, you've got no issue with understanding it. These ones depend on you having a history with the books. Exactly. I think that. That's the crux of it. These ones depend greatly on you having read all 16 previous books. And if you haven't read them, you're going to struggle a little bit to understand the motivation behind the characters Mm -hmm. and the history. Because this one, I think one of the things I found quite interesting about this one was the fact that at the start of every single chapter, there is an excerpt from a letter or um, a book or something else. Mm-hmm. which read on its own makes zero sense. But at the same time, it gives you a little bit more insight into certain elements mm-hmm. of the history. However, mm-hmm. it does help you understand things like, why is there suddenly a compound when in book four there were only three? Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of thing. It doesn't 
it doesn't pull you out of the story because there are other things going on but at the same time it makes you think well what have i missed here and the answer is a lot yeah because there is no that's one of the things that you need to realize i think there is zero summary of what went before okay well have we said all we need to say i think we have now you need to give it your chili rating oh <laughs> it's difficult. see it's a difficult one with this one because as we said this is not a straightforward romance novel right 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 i understand um i would say it's probably uh, because there's because they wait really long in that book i'm thinking low five-ish range because yeah, i I'd, I'd, I'd go with sort of four and a half five Okay, um, that makes sense. Uh, so, uh, for two weeks in a row, we're in the five range for the chilies. And for two weeks in a row, we haven't actually had a, oh my god, this is so bloody awful book. Yes. <laughs> we're on a roll, we're on a roll, yes! Okay, and we're taking a chance with our next book. Tell us what it is. Oh, we really are. This was this was a an almost a mutual choice because we realised that one of the things we haven't done, we've talked about it quite a bit, and in fact we had an entire podcast about it, um, was the teen or the young adult romance. And we were trying to find something different that we could A, both get hold of, and B, wasn't going to be impossible for anybody who wants to read along with us to obtain. So we have decided together on a book called The Iron King by Julie Kagawa. That's K-A-G-A-W-A. Um, this is the first in a series. I think there's maybe six books, I want to say. That I think are it's in. either five, five or six at this point, yeah. I think. In this series, and she's still doing some work on it, from what I gather. And this is a book that was published by Myra Books in the UK and Harlequin Teen in the US. So we know that it has to be a romance because Harlequin, that's pretty much all Harlequin publish. And we know that it is aimed at the teen audience. So, so that's what we, we expect the Chili Pepper rating to be like a half. If that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, Maybe a one. We've done a couple of books that have had a zero rating for Chili. Yes, we have. And that's mostly because they were pretty awful books. Yeah, they weren't awful. Some of them were good, but they were—they were just—they just just weren't romance novels per se. They were more chiclet. Yeah. Having said that, we could also say the same for *Pride and Prejudice*, which Mm -hmm. we will be reading at some point. I promise it will be my pick at one point. Yeah, I love the face that you've just pulled there. That says it all. We will be reading *Pride and Prejudice* at some point. It's one of the original romances. If you're going to the traditional, I love it. Um, she hates me y'all she hates me she's gonna make me read jane austen she hates me hang on i haven't made you read romeo and juliet i've read romeo and juliet that would mean i hate myself um (laughs) i'm gonna make you read much ado that's okay i did that for degree i've got a paper on it i don't have to read it again (laughs) (laughs) no if i have to read pride prejudice again you have to read okay all right i I minored in shakespeare to be fair i am i am english and i did english lit and i minored in shakespeare so i have done i did most of his plays including coriolanus which we won't even touch um but 
this so our next book is the iron king by julie kagawa which is the first book in her iron fey series that's fey f-e-y not fey f-a-y so we're talking fairies um it looks quite interesting i have to say mm-hmm. we both you... yeah we both didn't look at it and go oh dear god no um which is a right. good sign <laughs> Now, that having been said, neither of us have gotten our hands on any of it, and it could be written in the first person, which will make me groan. There could be any number of problems with it, but we will see. It could be, it could be worse. It could be written in the present tense first person. Mm. I hope <laughs> not. Man, I hope not. We All have right. to, the, the thing we'll have to remember with this one, though, is it is targeting an audience that we are no longer part of. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. We are not them. No. We are not them. All right. Well, I think we've been at this for a while, so we should probably call it a day. Ray, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at All About Ray or ISN Romance. So if you love our podcast and think we're insane, please do follow us over there. Um, yeah. <laughs> you love our podcast and think we're insane. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's fair enough come on um because we are i have i have a certificate to prove it i'm quite proud of that um <laughs> but if you do really like listening to us and want to find out when we're posting what kind of books we're covering or have any questions for us at all we do respond to them on twitter mm-hmm. we are we are quite responsive there anyway and obviously we also have the blog which is Oh, dear Lord, I can't remember. I will post it down below. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Yeah, I will post it down below because there will be some stuff on there in the coming weeks, including a summary from Sally on the books in the Psy Changeling series that if you really want to understand the latest one, you will need to read to actually go ahead and not go like I did. Huh, I'm lost. Um, And, of course, you can find us on Podbean at Romance Not. Uh, romance isn't no that's our email address oh sorry <laughs> romance isn't ted.podbean.com um so you can find us all there and we're on we're on facebook and we're on oh dear we are <laughs> we're, we're basically YouTube. anywhere that you want to find us poor ray's having a tough time with this one <laughs> <laughs> so if you look for us you can find us we're there yeah. and i'm sure yeah, she there. will post links so i can be found <laughs> if you really want to find me for whatever reason i can be found on twitter as palmetto blue and i am on instagram as i think palmetto blue 2016 um and if you're looking at me on instagram i'm sorry it's just like mostly crochet stuff so yeah okay. i mean i I occasionally post things about I occasionally post things about the podcast, but not very often. So, yeah. mine's all cats. <laughs> yeah, feel free to send us send us a message uh, if you have questions. If you have a um, excuse me, if you have a recommendation or a request, let us know. We'd be happy to hear it. And Ray, how would you like to say goodbye today? Uh, keep on searching for that happily ever after. And I would just remind you that romance isn't dead; it's alive and well on your bookshelf. Bye. Bye.